0: One year ago, it was Libya that was in the midst of a violent revolution. It began on February 17, 2011. Within a week, Libyan rebels had seized the east of the country. But protests in the west were met by violence by the regime of Muammar Gaddafi. Throughout this uprising, we spoke to several Libyans. They risked their lives to say what was going on at the time. One of them was a woman in Tripoli whom we called Arwa.
1: I could leave, but I choose not to. And in fact, one of my sisters who is abroad at the moment, she's planning to come back within the next two days. So if we're going to die, we're going to die altogether. Leaving the leaving the country is not a, an option for us.
0: Today, one year later, we caught up with Arwa again. Her real name is Hutafshana, she is still in Tripoli. Hutaf, welcome back to the program. First, tell us how you are and how your family's doing right now.
1: Thank you very much, Lisa. I'm doing fine. Um, in fact, when you interviewed me last time, I was in my eight months of pregnancy, my first pregnancy, and I had delivered my baby in April 19 during the war. And uh, we've been through a hard time, uh, but now here we are happily free, uh, enjoying our freedom and living in dignity and uh, looking forward to having a better future for us and for our uh, children as well.
0: Well, when we spoke, you didn't mention, of course, that you were pregnant. I think you were very concerned about your own safety. Let me just ask you, I do remember at the time you were not even able to leave your home because of what was going on outside. Were you able to get to a hospital for your delivery?
1: It was a very big concern for me and my family and my husband specifically on how he would get me to the hospital if we don't have fuel. We bought gas for their cars. Maybe I, I think it was a hundred times of the original price. It was very, very stressful time for us, especially that I knew that I would have a C-section operation and it wasn't an elective for me. So it was very, very um, Stressful, but I'm glad that we passed it.
0: So, you had a C section. I mean, this is in the midst of a war. Yes. Did, uh, things went okay, I take it.
1: Yeah, everything went okay, but until that time, we didn't know what's going to happen, especially with the electricity cuts off. We didn't know um, if the road was safe or not. Uh, I remember when my husband took me to the hospital in the morning and we saw tanks around the, the airport road. It was very stressful for us thinking that if we get to the hospital, will we be able to get out of it? And if they leave me at the hospital, will they be able to come to visit me on the next day? And uh, one of the moments that I cannot forget that all my family troubled themselves to come and visit me on my first day of delivery at the hospital because they they couldn't guarantee if they can see me after that or not. So I find all my cousins and relatives and from my husband's side as well, some friends as well, all in the hospital. Uh, after I f- the operation is finished, I find them all in the room waiting for me and congratulating me. And it was a very happy moment for all of us. Maybe short moments, uh, but at least um, it, it made us want to keep going on and on.
0: One of the things that that came out very clearly in our conversation was your determination, which was surprising given everything that was going on, and even more surprising now to know that you were eight months pregnant at the time. Let's let's listen again to a little bit of that interview uh, we did with you one year ago.
1: We're ready to stay here till Qaddafi uh, leaves.
0: What makes you think that he's going to be leaving?
1: Are we going to make him leave?
0: You say it with with certainty. How?
1: People are ready to do anything and everything to get rid of him. Our souls and blood are very cheap now For the, to pay that price.
0: Hutaf, I wonder uh, a year later really where that determination came from because you know better than people on the outside how much blood was shed to get Gaddafi out.
1: In fact, <laughs> we had no other choice than making Gaddafi leaves because Gaddafi, if he stays, he would kill at least one million of us, And it's uh, my husband's grandma who say that if Gaddafi stays in power, he will kill even the, old, the senior citizens like us. So everyone knows that if Gaddafi is uh, staying in power, he will punish and he will take a revenge of everyone. And I think that um, he didn't give us much of choice. Either we get our freedoms or we die. Hutaf, did you have a, a baby girl or boy? Uh, it's a baby girl named Maria, and she's uh, 10 months She's 10 old months now. old
0: now. She's going to have quite a different life if she stays in Libya, if you stay in Libya than you had under Colonel Gaddafi because you lived your entire life under his rule. How does it feel now that he's gone and, and to know your daughter's going to grow up in quite a different Libya, we should say a free Libya right now, but one facing still enormous challenges?
1: Uh, we believe it. We're going to take a lot of time, it's not one night solution for the 42 years problems that Gaddafi create. It will take a lot of effort, money, time to achieve our dreams and our Libya. But I I believe we're gonna get there eventually, and I'm very excited to see how Libya would look like in the next five years. And going back
0: to the very first piece of audio we heard from you, there you had mentioned that your sister. Wanted to come home to Tripoli. She was going to be traveling specifically so your family could be together, as you said. If we're going to die, we're going to die together.
1: Did your sister make it back to Tripoli? In fact, she couldn't because they stopped the flights from. uh, She was in London at that moment, and and by the road it was very difficult for her, so uh, she stayed in Tunis for quite a long time. But. It brings a strange feeling for me that my sister wasn't there and she was suffering alone. In fact, it was more difficult for her because the whole family was in Libya and she was abroad. Well, right now, it sounds like everybody in your family made it through safely.
0: Uh, Is that the case?
1: Yes, yes. And we're happy that we are all safe and uh, we're enjoying the the free Libya. In fact, we enjoyed the celebration of the the first anniversary of 17 February. You could tell that everyone was happy and we really enjoyed it with the fireworks and with the the helium balloons. And I took my daughter, even it was uh, cold a bit, but just to take photos of her so she can be proud that she attended the first anniversary of 17 February.
0: Thank you for telling us your story. We look forward to talking to you again at some point and maybe finding out how your life is going there in Tripoli. Hutaf Shana, who we spoke to in February of last year as Aura. That's the name that she used then during the uprising in Libya. Very nice to talk to you. We're glad your family's well.
1: Thank you very much, Lisa.
0: Hutafshana Shana is now back to work at her old job at the British Embassy in Tripoli. You can see Hutaf and hear our interview with her last year at theworld.org.